Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello, and welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I'm your host, Nolan. Today, I'm joined in the studio by one man and one man only, Zach Winnick. How are we this evening, sir? I am doing good. Ready to talk about some soccer. We got two games in, six points. It's a good day. Scott is not with us, which we are sad about, but we gave him a much-deserved day off as he is busy with work. This is just kind of his busy season um, and his job, and so... Um, but he is with us in spirit. He also has a child. He's a father and a, and a husband. Yes, yeah. yes. So he's a he's got a full plate. Um, he's a ginger dad. He is a ginger dad. <laughs> got to slip that in. Yeah, we do. We always have to mention it. And yes. with that, and on a related note, oh, the news. The news. <laughs> what a beautiful transition. Thank Nolan. you. Seamless. Um, well. There- as as you know, Zach, I like to blow up the group text with some updates. That's on true. Yes, former Sacramento Republic players who happen to be doing things still in uh-huh. the USL Championship. Yeah, amongst other things, um, but that is kind of a primary one. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that's that's one of the things I like to talk about. <laughs> uh, it just so happens that one player whom we were not very fond of last year. No, not too highly. Not we liked. did not rate. Not not really this player, but he's doing some things, and it's he is it's impressive. I think I know who you're talking about. Rodrigo Lopez. Roro Lopez. For those of you who didn't know, he moved to Rio Grande Valley uh, in the offseason, which is a team in Texas for those who didn't know where Rio Grande Valley is. Uh, <laughs> or know they were a team in general. No, exactly, yeah. They, they haven't been great. No. They tend to be like, oh, yay, Sacks playing RGV at home. Yeah. This is going to be a six-goal thriller. Yep. That, and, uh, yeah, that, there I has mean, been some of those. Not like 3-3, but like 6-0 kind of uh-huh, Yep. Um, But RGV are currently top of the West. Yeah. With three games played, three wins, nine points, and fr- Rodrigo Lopez has started each and every one of those games. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know how much of a factor their success is related to to him to him yeah like well he started every game he's yeah. played i think every minute he's not a bad soccer player he's not he just doesn't play the way he just doesn't play the way that briggs wants to play no. i mean look at this formation and we're going to get into this later the yeah. formation it's not a formation that roro plays it's no. just not it's not a style of play that he plays no and so, so i guess all that to say happy that he's found a home in rio grande valley yeah all the best for him. Wish him the best. Wish him wish him the world. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, he's no longer in old glory red. Oh, yeah. Uh, another player who happened to play for Sacramento last year. A Nolan favorite. I, I, I don't know add. why I like I this don't guy. either. He you, came like you. literally the last three games of the season. Frankie Lopez. <laughs> yep. Does anyone remember who this guy is? Yep. I don't even know if he... I think he might not have even... He might have been like living... He came here in a covid fever dream and yeah left, left after a few games i mean you I, blinked and he was gone basically cameron Owasa was like just firing blank after blank after blank yeah and they brought in a striker who they thought might score some goals did not score a single goal did not assist a single goal i don't think he even i think the only game he started maybe it was like two games and it was yeah. the one where they played like all the academy players and yeah frankie Lo- yep. and frankie lopez mm-hmm. yep. in tacoma yep i think it was Tacoma. Or portland it was one of the two yep. yeah and like he just did not do anything. Nope. Total fizzle. But yeah, he moved back. I think there was a, it was a loan deal that Sacramento acquired him last year from Oklahoma City. Uh huh. He went back there. He's back for the 2021 USL Championship campaign. He 
in the third game of the season against Sporting KC2, yeah. came on in the 67th minute. Yeah. Scored a goal in the 70th minute. Which, to be fair, was not a great goal. <laughs> no. It was like the keeper was made of, like, jello. Uh, Swiss the cheese right ball there. ball just went right through him. <laughs> but Bijev got the assist for, like, yeah. passing from the defensive half. Yeah. To... Yeah. It was one of those weird assists that should not it be was an just, assist. It was just, it, it was not a good goal. No. And then, uh, so he scored. So yeah. came on as a sub, minute. 67th, scored in the 70th, yep. and then given a straight red <laughs> in the 90th minute. And like, it was a bad one, bro. Like, the guy who literally did nothing in Sacramento <laughs> in less than 35 minutes literally did everything you could do in a game. Was the entire highlight reel yeah. of the of the game video. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Frankie Lopez. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like disappointed that this wasn't us. That he didn't yeah, that we didn't get to witness this. I know. And it really feels like Mark Briggs wants to put together this tough boy team. Yeah. Frankie would have fit in perfectly I mean, with that. What happened? He, he man? just stomped on the guy that he, he got. Did. It was like he no did. ball, just straight oh ankle. Oh my gosh. Um Anyway. Yeah, well, continuing this theme of old USL players, Drew Skundrich. This is actually cool. This is a really cool one. Yeah. Um, Drew Skundrich went over to Loudoun United, mm -hmm. signed with them. That is the two-team of DC United. Right. I believe. I, I, I'm, yeah. It is. Because he got brought up into the MLS squad, DC United's roster, and has actually started two games now for MLS squad DC United. Yeah. Now, to be fair, they are wrecked in the midfield department. They've got a lot of injuries there. They've had to call up. He started next to like a 17-year-old last yeah. week. Um, but still, like really cool to see Drew. He was definitely always a highlight player for us, definitely a big player for us. So it's cool to see him um, getting some MLS minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, and to kind of finally round out this, this, uh, old Sacramento player highlight, you know, news segment. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Matt Mahoney, another Sacramento player, is starting at right back for the Colorado Rapids. Um, somebody who kind of bounced around our team, didn't really find a fit in a certain position. Somebody who could play center back, could play fullback, but we always had better options there. Um, seems to have maybe found a home um, at the right, right back position. For the Colorado Rapids. So good for him. Yeah. Well, we're excited to see how um, these players continue to progress into the season. The last bit of news before we get into our recap of the Las Vegas Lights game. Yep. Um, is is just, you know. A little pat on the back for Nolan. Yeah, it's like um, if you I'm scratching myself <laughs> slash patting myself. It's right a little now. it's a light pat. Because San Diego is hot garbage <laughs> right now. Like yep. yep. And I I even looking back at where I've rated them at the preseason show, yeah. like I put them in fourth in yeah. the Pacific Division. That mm -hmm. might have even been too high. Well, it's early. It's early. It We're only early. three games in, but I got to say. They've lost all three. <laughs> they are 0 and 3, and they do not look good. They've yeah. got three games, three losses, eight goals against. They lost 3 to 1 to Tacoma. They, they had chances. They've, they've produced chances. They produced chances against Phoenix, even. Yeah. Their back line is bad. Yeah. Their back line is brittle. And that kind of leads me into the, the last part of this news. Um, the USL power rankings just came out for um, the week. And the biggest rise was Tacoma, actually. Tacoma was 29th last week, 15th this week. Massive 
massive change. And you know what? Through the first three games of the season, it's warranted. I, they have yeah. a tie against Las Vegas. They beat San Diego 3-1, and they just beat, um, um drawn a blank. Orange County. Orange and County they drew won against nothing. Los, An- Los yeah, Angeles. They haven't oh. lost a game yet. Yeah. And so they're ranked 15th. The biggest fall, however, is San Diego. Yeah. They went from 19th last week, which was a fall from the week before, to 26th this week. They're in 26th on the power ranking, which is crazy. Definitely need to continue to look out for that. Um, SAC is at 7th. They were at 7th last week. They're at 7th again this week. That's good. Um, I think they got a game against OC this weekend. They win. Hey, maybe, you know, um, gain a couple spots, one or two. But then we play Phoenix, and that's going to be the real test. And I know Mark Briggs is, is at least having trouble not looking ahead to that game. Um, but that is the news, unless Nolan has anything else to add. No, let's get into this review of Las, the Las Vegas Lights game. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, Zach, take it away. Um, well, I'll just give you the kind of game facts, and then we'll kind of break it down for you. Um, 3-1 win by Sack. A great game. Uh, goals by Formella in the 13th. Tucker Bone in the 66th. Villarreal in the 72nd. And Las Vegas scored in the 51st, which was Dave Moskovsky mm-hmm. on a penalty. On a controversial, maybe controversial you know maybe um but a 3-1 win um the lineup is as follows thomas gomez in net from left to right mitch tainer dan casey awo your wingbacks are duke lucroix and uh uh gomez yep shannon gomez um and your two midfielders are luis felipe peter penanen And your, well, we'll kind of get into this. Your yeah. top three, your your three forwards, perhaps, is uh, Belmar up top with Tucker Bone and Derek Formella beside him. Um, Villarreal came on in the 68th minute, Mario Panegos in the 78th, and Juju Chavez in the 87th. A couple mm-hmm. young guys. Um, so that is your lineup. Uh, I think probably the biggest talking point, Nolan, was this kind of formation, yeah. you know? And I mean, before we get into that, a great game. It was a great game. We oh, yeah. played really well, um, but the formation was was peculiar. Yeah. And before we get into the formation, just two things to preface the conversation. First, we're uh, recording this on Wednesday the nineteenth. The game was played on Wednesday the twelfth. Yes. So we're a, a week uh, late, but um, yeah, this is just when we could record. So yep. Anyway, uh, second, a notable exemption from district the 18 on the 12th cameron awasa uh yes not in the squad uh-huh rumored to just have a little niggle and a little a little niggle <laughs> yeah a little niggling injury yes and uh because of the depth of the team at forward yeah and the beginning of the season being in the beginning of the season it don't want to get it behind an injury yeah it was decided probably not to to play him um and to give some other guys some opportunities yeah uh talking about the formation so yeah as yes. we said there were three forwards but it you might have watched what the first it kind of felt like yeah against the la galaxy 2 and there yeah. were two forwards uh-huh namely belmar and cameron Owasa. and that was pretty easy to see yep yeah so was this a 
you know, tactical shift? Yeah. Or was it just players slotting in for players that weren't available and just this a, formation looked different? Yeah, just a principal nuance. What what exactly was going on? So it was something that we were talking with Evan Reem about. Mm-hmm. Evan Reem, you, me. We're talking about this. Okay, what is going on here? Is this a three six one? Is this a yeah. three four three? Is this a three five two? What is going on here? Yeah. I, 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 from what I could see, it, it looked like a three four three to me. I think bringing up Scott here, always the the formation guru. Mm-hmm. Scott had watched the game and he was like, you know what? Honestly, it kind of looks like a three four two one. Mm-hmm. which is what Chelsea is running right now. So basically what that is, is you have three center backs, you got two wing backs, you got two midfielders, basically. And you have these like sort of attacking midfielders that come and slot in and out of the midfield, in and out of like wingers positions. Uh-huh. It's what Christian Pulisic is playing over at Chelsea right now. Yeah, It gives them a lot of flexibility to kind of slot into the midfield, help in transition, to go out wide, look for passes, to get balls in, like to move around the center backs. Like, so I think after like hearing that from Scott, I was like, oh, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think it was more of a, a three, four, two, one. And you have these basically like cams, like think of them as like central attacking mids almost. Yeah. Who can slot in, but go out and they kind of have that flexibility. So I think that really like helps to like, what tucker bone does especially Go ahead. yeah so zach it sounds like you fall in the camp of like this was a formation change this yeah, is diff- I fundamentally think so. different than the i three, think five, so two. i think so so i think uh practically it doesn't really matter fair but if i were to push back a little bit i think this is a three five two just with okay tucker, just with the midfielders yeah namely tucker bone mm. playing higher Okay. Like <clears throat> just give I, given a little more freedom. Right. And like okay. Belmar is a different uh striker than Awasa. So like Definitely. Belmar was playing as the highest forward. He led the line. Yeah, for sure. Whereas normally Cameron Awasa leads the line. Okay, yeah. Yeah, true. Cameron Awasa does his game is completely different than Carlton Belmar. He does not drop back in um He's not the bruiser. Right, like Carlton Belmar does so much to link the play from yeah. the midfield to Cameron Awasa. He brings Cameron Awasa yeah. into the game. When Carlton Belmar is playing, is leading the line, there's no one else to fill that role. So it literally takes two people. It takes both Derek Formella and Tucker Bone to connect the midfield yeah. and the wingbacks to the one leading the line, namely Carlton Belmar. But that's what makes me think is 3-4-2-1. Yeah, so I, and that's where it's different. It's these Tucker Bone and... Derek Formella weren't playing as wingers in the traditional sense of like yeah. being marked by the full backs. Yeah. They were towards the center of the pitch. Yeah. Messing with the center backs while the wing backs, uh-huh. Shannon Gomez and Duke Lacroix, were the ones harassing the fullbacks. So yeah. there were overloads still on the in the wide areas. Which I like a lot. Yeah. Because one, Duke Lacroix is a savvy, savvy fullback. Yeah. I like that. And Shannon Gomez too. I mean, he's got two assists in two games and he's shown to he's he's good. We got yeah. real depth at the fullback position cuz you have Jordan McCrary on the bench right now. Yeah. So, that's the formation. It yeah. looked different. They were different players. Yeah. I don't know how much stock to put into like Yeah. 
how different this was. It, uh, well, it was a three-one win. So whatever yeah. was going on, it worked. Yep. And, and to kind of get to some more, you know, maybe other more specific talking points, um, I think this is a Las Vegas team that in what a year past, two mm-hmm. years past, I don't know how long they've been a team. Maybe two three. years, two three years. Yeah, have have been kind of a joke. Not yeah. a good squad. This was not a bad team. I mean, we beat them three one. But I mean, they played well, and, and one of their best players, one of their highlights, is a guy named Quadwo Apoku. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I'm saying that right. Who actually went off injured, like mm, I want to say, like twenty five ish minutes into the like game, thirty eighth minute or something like that. Um, yeah, and kind of hate to see it, but um, he's like eighteen. He's he came on and scored a goal in the Concacaf Champions League against Cruz Azul. Mm-hmm last year um really kind of cool story he came on or he played uh right wing in this game first minute of the game <laughs> decided oh i'm just gonna go ahead and bicycle kick this uh, hit goes for a bicycle kick i mean makes contact it's yeah. wide but not too far wide no like first what minute two minutes into the game yeah um he was dangerous okay. like i think he's fair to, he's a good player yeah um and yeah he goes off in the 36th minute of the game but definitely, like, honestly, I, I kind of wish the best for him. We got to um, kind of talk a little bit with their assistant GM mm-hmm. in the press box and just kind of hear a little bit about his story. It sounds like a really cool dude and, and with a really cool story. So we hope he gets better, um, but was definitely dangerous in that first half. Oh, yeah. And uh, just going off of that, Zach, for the listener who might not remember, Las Vegas Lights made a deal this offseason with LAF. C yep. to become basically their two teams. So the r- whole reason that this guy was with the lights uh-huh. is because he was loaned down from by LAFC. Yep. And exactly. he had literally four days before this played 45 minutes in El Trafico for LAFC yep. against the LA galaxy. So yeah. this guy is legit. Um, go back and watch the first 36 minutes. He went off in the 36th and just see how dangerous he was. Yeah. It was nearly certain that this guy was going to score or create a goal scoring opportunity that would be converted if he had played the full 90. Like he Mm -hmm. is talented. Uh, so that was, that was fun to watch. Um, there was also the fact that Sacramento did not concede a goal in the first five minutes. Again, this is like becoming a (laughs) thing. That's a great point. Nolan, uh, Uh, a tough thing last year to get. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's two, through two games, well, and a couple preseason games. We've we've definitely seen, you know. I think it's fair to say a different mentality. You know, yeah. definitely. I think I think there's been a different mentality in the, in the team in the squad um, than last year, and 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 not really. I mean, what else could it have been last year? Yeah, to be able to like force these one, two, three, five, six minute goals conceded, other than just mental lapses, and yeah. so that seems to really be. Um, getting short up. Uh, I would like to. I don't even know if it's as, if it's if it's fair, but I think that's a big, big pat on the back for good old Dan Casey. Yeah, you know, captaining that back line. Dan Casey has been a really fun center back to watch. He has been. Yeah. He he in the type of play that he has. Yeah. It allows for Andrew Wilhelminu and Mitch Tainer to be like dribbly center backs yeah. on those sides, like. It's a really good, you know, three man pairing. Yeah. Three man pairing, a pair is it too. 
I don't know, three man trio. Uh, trio, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really good trio. It's a trio. It's a great trio. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and he's been playing really well. I, I this is later in the notes, but I think it's a good point to bring it up too. Another player that's been really impressive to us is Carlton Belmar. Yeah. Um it it's something that uh, Matt George from KHDK brought up in our post-match press conferences with uh, the players we got to talk to. Yeah. Brought up with both players, both Jaime and Tucker Bone. Yeah. Talking about, you know, what does it mean to have Carlton Belmar just being that backstage beast that he is, yeah. holding up play, distributing balls. Um, yeah, Belmar's really impressed us, hasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Belmar, he just works so hard. Yeah, like, he really does. Yeah, this, for, this uh, setup with... Belmar and uh, Formella and Tucker Bone resulted in both Formella and Tucker Bone scoring a goal and Belmar, again, not scoring. But anyone who watches these games knows how crucial Carlton Belmar is to the attack. Like things just don't happen without things. The ball doesn't get into dangerous areas without Belmar freaking drawing three defenders, dribbling through, you know, two tackles. Yeah, just getting battered on uh, by the center backs. Like he works hundred so percent, um, and, and so and he's shown a little like a little finesse too. You yeah. know what I mean? He's, we've got some that heel click in the last preseason game we saw. Mm-hmm. You know, like even this uh, the goal. Uh, who was it? This past goal, Jaime's goal. Yeah, um, yeah, good, high- good hold up play, and then good dribbling. You yep. know, way to find him. Like it was. A great pass, great cross in. Like, yeah, he's shown some serious finesse. More so than honestly, I thought last year, and and I was a big proponent of him coming back because I saw glimpses of this and was like, this could be really good for us. Yeah. Um. So really impressed with him. Yeah. Um Going off of that, I would go watch the last the twenty seconds before Jaime Villarreal scores the yes, third goal. Absolutely, because that really illustrates perfectly what Carlton Delmar means to the team because. Yeah, he gets he receives he gets the ball like right outside the eighteen on the left hand side of Las yeah. Vegas's defensive um, third, and then attracts two defenders. They are like they're on him, and then Formella shows up in space behind the defenders. Belmar has the awareness to pick his head up, see where Formella is, be able to pass the ball so that it splits the two defenders. Then it. Uh, Formella is in like acres of space. Dribbles yeah. through like he Formella's a good player too. Dribbles through like two, like one or two defenders, yep. and then lays the ball off yeah. to uh, Jaime Villarreal, who's yep. wide open at the far post. Yep. So like, yeah, it, or Formella showed a lot of skill finding mm-hmm. uh, finding Villarreal, but like yeah. that doesn't happen without Carlton Belmore. It doesn't. So it straight up doesn't happen without. Yeah. Him. Uh, and so, but it also doesn't happen without Formella and. I actually yeah. saw this angle of that goal. I think on, I think on Sack's Instagram page, yeah. they showed a different angle, and he kind of like does a fake cross and just splits them. Yeah, it was good. Like Formella is feeling himself right now. Yeah, and he's got you know the hockey assist. He was the assist to the assist um, against Los Dos. Yeah, for that goal. And a great assist here too. the The offense is at least looking good. Yeah. They they missed some chances in the first half. There were two, three chances in the first half that they missed, which was tough to see. But they look 
they look well. Like they look like they're playing well. Yeah. Um, and I we can't we kind of haven't really touched on the specifics of these goals. So I think pro- now is probably a good time to do that. Yeah. Um. So we just talked about that that Jaime Villarreal goal. Working um, backwards. And that was in the seventy second minute. That was the third goal. Um. Maybe go a first goal, and then we'll have the best for last. <laughs> <All> right, right. <laughs> um. This weird second goal that happened. Um. But yeah, Formella's uh, goal in the thirteenth minute is from an incredible ball by mm-hmm. Shana Gomez. Mm-hmm. An incredible just find. Um. Uh, Mark Briggs was uh, mic'd up for this game and they had a little highlight clip and they show him standing there with his arms crossed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just beating the face because he's yelling at everybody. And <laughs> Shannon puts that ball up and he goes, what a ball. <laughs> and it lands. And Formella does a great job of kind of trapping it and yeah. falling and hit, hitting it in um, and a great goal. And it was, but it was a great, great cross by Shannon. Yeah. And, and Mark's just like yelling at people. He's like, what a ball. What a ball. <laughs> I think this is Shannon Gomez's second assist of the season already, right? Yep, so four it goals. Is. He's in he's involved in, in half of them already. Yeah, two assists. Um and so pretty incredible. It was Puts, two great passes. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, um so yeah, that was the first goal. And put then, Sacramento up one nil. Then what happened in the interim? Sacramento go into the half, one up. Yep. They come out and concede a penalty in the first ten minutes of yes. the second half. That was tough. Mitch Tainer. Mitchell Tainer. Little, little lightly touches your man. You know, he extends the arm. Yeah. I guess. It, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. But it's I mean, he's looking for it. He's yeah. just really looking yeah. for it. But you gotta know, as I mean, Mitch Tainer's an experienced veteran center back. Like you gotta know he's looking for it yeah. in that situation. You touch a guy in the back yeah. as they're running in front of you, they're gonna go down in the eighteen. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So fifty so, first minute, they yeah. slot home a penalty. And then Sacramento's one one drawing at home against the Las Vegas Lights, a team that really yeah. they had no business being anywhere close to. Yeah, like they should have been running well, away with this game. Yeah. But we're we're a better team. Yeah, we need to beat these guys. And I would say last year, like I'm feeling dread at this moment. Like it was a little nerve wracking. Not yeah. gonna lie, Sacramento does not. Yeah, endure this hard moment. Like this is where they crumble. Yeah, um, true, true. That's a good point. Yeah, like, but then. Some then weird, there was some weird stuff. That just went down. some, some. I mean, we don't swear on this show, no. But some weird purpose, crap happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, Do you want to talk about it, Zach? I, I, I'll try. I'll try to talk about it. Basically, the the best I can come up with is Tucker Bone. Yeah. In our post match press conference, yeah, sat down with us and was asked about this goal. He kind of took credit by, for it. <laughs> oh, he did. All credit for creating the hysteria. So he had alluded to some chippiness before this play. Mm-hmm. And he basically said the ball got into the final third and kind of the corner of the final third, um, just outside the 18 y- yard yeah. box. And he was like, I bodied the center back into the, the goalie, the goalie, yeah. the Las Vegas lights, bright pink goalie yeah. was outside of his 18 trying to clear this ball. And he bodies, apparently Tucker bone bodies, the center back into the goalie. Yeah. And they both fall over and they're looking for a penalty, looking for a penalty, looking for a penalty yeah. and just sitting there. Yeah. This like bright pink highlighter goalie is just sitting there just like, I want a foul. And the ref's <laughs> like, get up. Yeah. And this ball is at Pete Panaman, Pananin's, yeah. Pananin's uh, feet. And Tucker Bone is like, I just yelled at him, shoot, shoot from yeah. like probably 35 feet out. Yeah. And so he shoots, and it just kind of takes a deflection off. A so center actually, back. one of the one of the Las Vegas Lights players—I'm not sure if it was a center back—but kind of acrobatically 
blocked it. Yeah, like, yeah, jumped yeah. Jumped up and kind of bicycle blocked it. That's right. That's but then right. it fell to Tucker Bones' feet, and then it fell to Tucker Bones, and he slots it home. Yeah. And, and and me and Nolan and Evan Ream, um, we're just like what? We're, we're just looking at you like, what happened? Yeah. What the heck just happened? Yeah. And and we look back at the replay and it's like you still kind of just don't understand it. Yeah. So Tucker Bone kind of gave us that insight. Regardless, we go up two one. Yeah. You know, five minutes later, we score again. Hammy Villarreal scores again. We yeah. just talked about the goal and we win this game. Three to one. Yeah. Um, it was a fun game. It was. It was a fun, a fun game. game to watch. Cameron Watson not in the not in the lineup. Maybe a knock. Yeah. So um, Zach, I have a question for you. Yes. Sacramento wins this game three one. Okay. Do we like this front three? Uh huh. Yeah. Whatever's it going. That, whatever's going on. Do we do we like the the yeah Cameron? Sorry, not Cameron Watson. The Derek Formella, Carlton Belmar, and Tucker mm-hmm. Bone, as opposed to. A Carlton Belmar Cameron Owasa pairing. What is your yeah. opinion? It's it's hard this early into the season, especially against a team like Las Vegas, it's just not very good. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it's it's tough. I think I think Mark's having a tough time sitting Formella at this point. Yeah. He's playing really well. And I think that plays into whatever this formation is. Yeah. Um, because ideally in a in a two at the top, yeah. you have Belmar and Owasa. Yeah. They complement each other well. And if Awas is in good form, which he seems like he is, yeah. then you probably want him there. But then Formella's on the bench. Yeah. And I think that's gonna be tough at this point for Mark. He's playing really well. So yeah. honestly I like this formation, but that's another thing is like I don't see Cam really playing that winger spot. No. Cam's playing up top. That's what he does. Yep. That's I that's I mean kind of all he can do. It's just the type of player he is. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. It's definitely there's some hard decisions for Mark Briggs um, when it pertains to that. What about you? What What are you? Uh, what are you thinking? I like your uh, your indecisiveness. Your, yeah, your willingness to say let's. It's early. Las Vegas isn't a good team. Let's wait yeah. and see. I say I, Cameron Watson needs to prove himself in training, like or else this is this 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 yeah. is who starts against Orange County, which we'll get into yeah. in a couple minutes. I think that's fair. Like you can't discount the success that these guys have had yeah um so you have to play yourself back into the team yeah it sucks you were injured but sorry cameron you're yeah you like you're a great player and show show the coach what you got it's yeah yeah it's it's the the tough thing about having depth in the attacking positions is yeah your hometown hero might get sat Uh for a couple games so it's a good problem to have yeah, it's a great problem to have. And I don't think it's b- even bad for the individual players. Like, this is... Uh, Raises inc- the bar. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah. there's no complacency here. Well, like, Hayden, Sarge is, be. Hayden Sarge has just finally made it in to the Into bench. The 18. Yeah, after three games played, yeah, he's finally back with the squad. Um, yeah, well, so going, good, good problems to have. Transitioning, before we get into a preview of Orange County, Yeah, the last thing is some notable lineup, 18 um news there was no Cameron Ross we talked about that Fatia Lache not in the 18 not starting I think he starts if he's healthy so he must have just had a little knock kind of like Cam that's my guess we, yeah we don't know I'm thinking anything. that too Luis Felipe played fine like he, he took it fine he got a early yellow like that's kind of scary yeah which is gonna it's gonna happen with, with the defensive it's gonna field. mess with you a little bit too and he played with it he he played with it well he I did don't think he, he did would. he played well but I think I think Fatia Lache is somebody who has shown in a small amount of time and in history past in his career that he's a good player. Yeah. And he's and he 
just seems to fit really well in this formation. Yeah. The way he plays seems to fit really well, fit really well with Pennon in. Yeah. Now he plays. Yeah. Um, I think he gives you maybe a little bit more muscle mm-hmm. in the middle of the park, which I think Mark wants. Yeah. So I think I, I, I would want Fatai Alashe over Luis Felipe, but mm-hmm. again, both good players. Yeah. The depth is here this year. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about Fatai Alashe. We mentioned Hayden Sargis back in the 18. Didn't yes, come have. on as a sub. Nobody's back, at least. I mean, Didn't really need him to come on as a sub. No. My question last episode was, do Sacramento miss him? Yeah. I don't know, man. AWR on the side. He looks he like looks a center good. back. He looks like, like a center back. Yeah. He looks. He's playing like a center. He doesn't look anything but yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I think this is another case of like, Hayden Sargis needs to prove himself. Yeah. In, you know. Yeah, play yourself into the into the starting eleven. Yeah, and just as I said last week, he's somebody with the attributes to play really well in a three man back yeah. field. So yeah, we'll and see. The final thing I want to get into, there's some some other little stuff we could talk about with the lineup that I don't think is that interesting. Final thing is Rafa Diaz on the bench, not starting, so he yeah. seems healthy. Yeah, but Tomas Gomez has played himself into the starting eleven. Uh huh. Like what the it heck? It does seem that way. And and Mark Briggs was asked about it in the post match. Yeah. And he said, "I hey, I got two number ones." Yeah. So we'll see. And yep. I mean, that's interesting because at the end of last season, it was Rafa's our man. Yeah. Rafa's, you know. So they, I mean, they are two number ones. So yeah. Again, depth, big yep. time. Yep. It's good to see. It's it's good to see from a team perspective. Good to see for the individuals themselves. Yep. Moving on. It is Wednesday, May nineteenth, yes, on sir. Saturday. May 22nd, Sacramento takes on Orange County Soccer Club in Orange County. Yep. At 7 p.m. Watch it on ESPN Plus, ESPN 2, sketchy Russian stream site, whatever. Wherever you get your games, get it at (laughs) 7 p.m. on 522. So, Orange County, I previewed them in our Mm preseason review, preview episode show. Um, So far... I, I had them I rated them pretty highly. Like you did. They'd made some strong sightings. Adam John. Yeah, big strong. Wrote, that is a, a strong guy that signing. played like for Joseph Martinez at Atlanta United when Joseph Martinez went down with an ACL injury. Was a consistent starter. Consistent starter. Played very well in the yeah, USL before he did. then for Phoenix. Oh, big time. Came to Orange County. I was like, this guy's dangerous. Playing next to Thomas and a Volson. Yeah, we've seen how good he can be. I mean, Sacramento fans, I really like him. For some reason, I have a special place in my heart for Thomas and a Volson. Me he too. turned around Sacramento's. He season really in did. Big time. Yeah. Um, so he's back with Orange County. Robert Kiernan, a center back that came in in 2020, played really well for them in, in 2020. Seems to really command that back line of two center backs and two fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, this is a strong team. Yeah. This is, I don't know if Sacramento is on equal playing field with these guys. Um, they've played one game. Yeah, one game, only one game. So again, small sample size, hard to tell. And it's hard to tell with this Tacoma team. Yeah, because Tacoma seem to seems be really strong. Playing well. Yeah. Um, but they lost to Tacoma, 1-0. Yep. Um, pretty devastating news. Adam John came off middle of the first half with an injury not sure the extent of that injury yet probably don't expect them to start on saturday yeah that i mean that's bad for them yeah it is i don't know who they play that's your that's your signing of the offseason that is the man yep of the offseason and that was their main problem last year is scoring scoring goals they had great defense couldn't score yep and so adam john being hurt is a big blow 
Thomas Enavolson started the game. Doesn't sound like he did a whole lot. I didn't. I only watched the highlights, but there was nothing he did that really excited me. At the same time, like now that I think about this a little more even-headedly, he's 31, 32. Yeah, didn't play professional soccer in 2020. Like, mm. was stuck in Sweden or Denmark or Denmark. wherever he was. He well, didn't he play like a couple games or something for Orange County? No, for some team in Denmark. Maybe he did. I think he did. Okay. During like uh, COVID year, I'm pretty sure he played like maybe a couple games. I don't think he played like a full season. I think it was like a you know like half a season type of deal. Yeah. Just because he was stuck there. Right. You know, he's stuck at home. Um. Regardless, he's had a chaotic year like, he has had a chaotic year he's become a father and he's that's like, it that's right i was like i'm pretty sure he had a kid yeah he did. <laughs> i mean that's why he was in wherever he was yeah and then got stuck there because of covid yeah um and couldn't get back so yeah it's 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 tough with one game yeah um but i would expect that this team i would honestly expect that this team can start to score goals if adam john can get healthy we don't know the extent to that injury um yeah hopefully it's not anything too serious things to look for based on the highlights that i watched and uh our favorite app fop mob the rating that they gave the players it looked like new season same old story of yeah good defense forwards scoring goals goals. like that was that was the issue and you would think if anybody could fix that it'd be adam john and thomas enavolson paired up together Thomas Enovolson is playing on the wing, which is interesting. Yeah, he played as like a ten for Sacramento. He did. I think he's just he's just a veteran. He's savvy. He can play at a different bunch of different spots. I don't know if the wing is best for him. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I, things to watch in this game. I the Sacramento is is definitely on a high right now. They're playing well. They've had, um, including a preseason game. You know, three wins mm-hmm. in a row. Um. And and they they look to be at high form. And yeah. so. I think the possession is something to be watching during this game. They're, I think they've struggled so far in possession at times and to kind of in build up, um, making simple passes. It's a new formation, so I guess it's kind of to be expected. Um, but they're going to need to do that a little bit better to break down this. It's a good defense. Yeah. And they're going to be able, they need to play a little better in possession, I think, yeah. um, to break down OC. But I think that, you know, the way they're playing right now and with what looks like OC's inability to score still, mm-hmm. I definitely give uh, the nod to Sacramento. I, and I think they should come away with this from this game with another win. Yeah, absolutely. And final point going off of what you said, Ruth, regard to possession. I mean, that was one thing that you asked yeah, uh, Mark yeah. Briggs in the post-match press conference is like, hey, is this something you care about? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically, it's a genuine, it's a good question because with a three-five-two, you associate more defensive. Uh, you defend. You associate with being a more defensive uh, formation, and so usually, if you're sitting deeper, you don't hold the ball as much, and you're cool with that. And Mark Briggs said, "No, like we need to fix that. We need to hold the ball more. We need to have the ball to score goals. Like yeah. that's that's the way we're going to play." And so, look for that. Look for Sacramento to to have the ball more to connect passes, not to give up the ball yeah. in sloppy ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I would look for. Uh, I'll be looking to see who starts as forwards. Is yeah. it, are we back to Owasa Belmar? Good point. Are we sticking with Tucker bone? 
Derek Formella. Formella's got the about. hot hand. Yeah. Um, I, this, Jordan McCrary's going to be on the bench again. Jordan McCrary. It's just crazy to me. I wonder where Fatai Lache is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that's going on. Yeah. A lot of question marks. It's early in the season. Again. Should be question marks. Yeah. I, I think I've said, at least with, with us in the pod, I don't know if I've said it on the show. I think it's going to take six games to really see where yeah everyone stands like it's going to take Sacramento playing six games against you know teams of varying quality to really see what they're made of and what they're going to uh need to work on as the season progresses yep and so I, I'd agree with that this is going to be three of six uh probably the highest quality team they've come up against so far like mm-hmm. the LA is I mean LA Galaxy 2 are a good team but they're a two team like they're just yeah. chaotic Las yeah. Vegas Lights are now a two-team, also chaotic. Like yeah. Orange County, which is an improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orange County is a club with direction. Yeah, uh, with purpose, with yep. you know an identity, uh, with significant financial backing. Uh, true. And so, with some talent up top. Yeah. With some talent behind, hey, this is a good team. I think this is going to be Sacramento's biggest test yet. So. This this will be Sacramento's biggest test, and then the game master is Phoenix, <laughs> and that is going to be. I mean, oh, if you I mean, can roll into you, honestly, you need to roll into Phoenix with three wins. With three wins, yep. It's, it's gonna take everything you got. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. It's definitely a strong start to the season. You include that preseason game, these two regular season games. It's been good. Um, let's it's ride been, the tide. Let's ride the tide, baby. Yeah. Continue to ride those Shannon Gomez crosses and yeah. those Belmar hold up play and yeah. that Den Casey Hulk. Smash! No, he's not even Hulk. No, Dan Casey just—he's kind of athletic. Like that's the last thing I'll say. Is like Dan Casey, <laughs> I expected him to be this like brute, yeah, like, skull crushing center back that like doesn't yeah. know that there's a ball in the field, <laughs> but just wants to like destroy people. Yeah, he's strong. He's strong for sure. But he's, he's athletic. He's, he's graceful. He has. He is. He can he's pass graceful. the ball. He is graceful. That's yeah. a great word. He is athletic and graceful. I just he is strong, athletic, and graceful. What more could you ask for yeah. in in an anchor center back? I've not see, seen him put a foot wrong this season in two season games and in two regular season. Got games. some great crosses. I'm excited, man. Yeah. I really have. I've been very excited about the start of the season. Yeah, I had high hopes going in, and and I've been excited and 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 happy. Yeah, for sure. Anything else to add? I love you, Scott. Yes, we love you, Scott. Yep. Um. No, that's it for me. All right. Well. As always, glory, glory, Sacramento. Sacramento.